Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. Well, one from Sean Brad. It's swinging through Spider Man. Another episode. One one lengthy intro, but we got there in the end. Yeah, we are doing the annual five today. So when I say we're doing it, it's me and myself, James Rush, and Brad over there reading through Spider Man issue by issue. Today we're on the Amazing Spider Man annual number five, Brad. This is a big issue that comes out annually, as the name suggests. Um, it's kind of a standalone story. Well. You say standalone, most of them kind of tie in. Like you had the Avengers one, obviously about Spider-Man trying to be an Avenger, and that seems realistic enough to fit into the, the main canon. And you have this one, which is a pretty big deal, to be honest, this uh, annual five. So I, I guess it's kind of pointless speaking about, you know, the Spider-Man stuff that's happened up to now. Aye. But it, would you would you say, like, it, it does carry some canon over? Yeah, it, it, it takes what it wants. Oh, okay. And to make that story, doesn't it? Like uh, in the last annual, it was Mysterio and the, the wizard, wizard, and they had a <laughs> they had a fight, didn't they? With um, Spider Man, they had a fight between themselves, and that carried on across into the literally the last few issues of the the main canon. Yeah, didn't yeah, it? yeah. So I'm discussing it. Um, so yeah, there are bits that you can ch- pick and choose, but it's not like the whole story really matters. But I would go to say this one does. This is a big one. Okay. This this is pretty big deal. So it's amazing Spider Man Annual Five, Brad. If you don't mind, we'll get into it. Um, no drama meter on this Ooh. one. Okay, it's uh, Stanley and Larry Lieber. Lieber, yeah, Lieber. Okay, uh, Mickey DeMeo and Artie Simek. Those are two names that have been there before, I think. But Larry Lieber um, seems like a no, new no, one. John, John Romita is di- in there as a chaotic consultant. But that just says that just means like he's in the background and going, yeah, it's good. Nice so shit. he's took the role of every producer ever. Yeah, he just stands there getting loads of money just watching it. Okay, but first thing we need to say is this Spider-Man is a bit of a Ditko-y one. It does. It does. It, it is quite reminiscent of a of a Ditko art style, isn't it? Like I had to double check. I didn't see the name at first. I thought, this is a John Romita one. Because there's a panel at the end, and you're like, that's a Steve Ditko Spider-Man. Ish. Ish. Thereabouts. But yeah, annual five, Brad. Okay. Okay, okay. You settled in, because this is a bit wild. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm fairly comfortable. So where we begin our stories, not in New York City, but in Algeria. Um, Algeria, the African country. In so Africa, I, I uh, already Africa. have questions. <laughs> Go on. Um, what what the H E double hockey sticks is uh, Spider Man doing in Algeria? It's a very good question, isn't it? Because I think that is genuinely what every single person reading this said. What is he? What is he doing there? It it just. You can't just like, you know, you expected a bit of an establishing shot. Maybe 
then again, I can't really say I, I know any Algeria landmarks. Is that just because of me, me and my ignorance? I must say yes. It's uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like nothing's really coming to mind. Like when you say, imagine Algeria. I just know they've got a good good football team or a soccer team for our American listeners. Yeah, there's a, there's a few good Algerian footballers. Saeed Ben Rama. There's a few. And Zinedine Zidane oh, is Algerian. Zinedine Zidane, man. Yeah, of course. Um, talk French nationality, but when you say, imagine Algeria, all I think of is football because they fucking love football and there are good footballers that come from there. But I cannot imagine the design or style of the place, and I'm pretty sure the people making it probably didn't have yeah, much of a clue. At, at the time that this, uh, that this annual would have been wrote, we're talking uh, late sixties at this point, aren't we? Like there was no, uh, there's yeah, no Google yeah. search image, you know? No, there's, there's nothing really going on, but they, they took, they took the, the ball and ran with it, so to speak. But yeah, Spider-Man's in Algeria. Um, he's kind of stalking a shadow. It's like, Oh, what's going on here? Looking about. And then he gets jumped on by loads of, Really athletic fugs. Yeah, ridiculous. I'm I'm loving that one with the fez on as well. They they Yeah, that's that's <laughs> very like on the nose, yeah, isn't the, it? Yeah, uh, these these artists um they 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 took their artist artistic license a little bit too far. Maybe maybe that's how come uh John Ramitas just he sat down and went, Hold on, wait, I've got to draw who? Nope. I'm not touching this one. I'm not doing this one. I'm not a racist, I'm not a bigot. <laughs> it's not good, no, is it? Not at all. <laughs> but um, there's another one, and um, he's like knocking down some some like melon cart at him. It's <laughs> instant melon cart. And I'm thinking, you really just took the one idea I and really, 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 really ran with it. With it. <laughs> you really fucking ran with that one. Um, but no, he gets a uh, a melon cart chucked at him. He's dealing with him more. He's just thinking these guys are dickheads. And he gets a gun. The guy pulls a luger on him, right? He slaps him around the face with the oh, luger. Draws for the gas. Pretty cool. And uh, nice to note is all the smashed melons kind of in the background. That's just a waste of food. <laughs> it is. Um, Spider-Man disma- dispatches another person as well by rolling up into a ball and kind of cannonballing oh, it's, it's into him and using his head. To move. Like, <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> hit him as hard as you can. Oh, mate, you know, score. this reminds me of, do you remember when you was a kid and you went swimming and you thought you'd be like, you know, like fucking Michael Phelps and that, and you'd do the, the, the gamble before you got to the edge and just kick off the side. That's, just, that's that's what Spider-Man's done. He's kicked off the wall, head first into the nearest bad guy. But it kind of looks like it's it's come to a bit of a detriment to Spider-Man because he's seeing stars. Yeah, he's a bit dazed and they're all running off because Spider-Man's just went to town on them. So he kind of jumps up the, the side of the buildings to get a better vantage point. One of them's running away. He thinks, I'm going to follow him right from the rooftops. Every single one of them and in I'm sandals, my ad. <laughs> They're all in sandals. Um, he follows on the rooftop. But this guy, he pulls a gun from like his waistband and he does the old, the hand solo, man. He turns and shoots from the hip. Man. And he clips oh, Spider-Man. Shit. He does actually clip yeah, him, doesn't he? Is that on his head? Yeah, Spider-Man turns because he doesn't see it coming because who would, even if he's Spider-Man, who would see that coming? The guy literally goes Clint Eastwood on him. <laughs> You, you, the thing is, he kind of loses that sweet Clint Eastwood vibe with those flip-flops. You can't... I'm sorry, but you can't be badass in flip-flops. You run in and all you hear is a flip-flop, 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 slap, 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 slap. <laughs> you cannot. 
<laughs> but the guy's got the general kind of girth and weight and the way he carries himself and he's got that like moustache of Chibuddy G from people just do oh nothing. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that is very British. That is that is unbelievably <laughs> British that is. <laughs> like imagine him just like fucking flopping around with his waistband. But he does quit Spider-Man, so it is a success. And Spider-Man drops into the canal, and all you see is a pair of sandals turn up at the edge of this canal, looking into like this oily mass of water. And they're like, "Oh, he's dead." And walk yeah, off. You don't, you don't want to drink from that source, man. That that water is black. That soy sauce water. That is fucking hell. It is genuinely Jet black. <laughs> but uh, no, they, he, Spider-Man's in. The thugs walk away, saying he was a uh, most dangerous enemy. They speak exactly like. I don't know what the word is. I genuinely don't know what the word is, but there's a way that kind of these comic book writers make people who are, I guess, anywhere that isn't Europe or America and the rest of the fucking world, just speak in a certain way. It just, I don't know what the word certain is. syllables. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I don't know what it is, but they, they're skipping. syllables. we are truly fortunate. Uh, most grateful. He was a dan- He was a most dangerous a enemy. Most. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 I'm not intelligent enough to find it's it, like, Brad. I, I'm fully aware that the, the correct grammatical way of saying like, "Ah, oh, me and you are going to go somewhere." It's it's you and I. We're going to go somewhere. But that's how they, they would write these people saying it. Although it's supposed to be like broken English, they speak very good English, like. From the syntax, you know what I mean. That's what I'm trying to say. Semantic. I mean, as that's good as the syntax at. might be, Brad. As good as the syntax might be, they've walked off and let Spider-Man kind of resurface. And he, this is a great panel, kind of him. Stre- like, it's like a horror movie, like him stretching out and pulling himself out of this canal and collapsing on the side. Yeah, with literally no explanation as as to why Spider-Man's even there. Well, here's where he comes, Brad. As he collapses, he reflects on the events of the past few days that have led him to collapsing on the riverbank in Algeria after being shot in the head. Okay. okay. So we get like um, the harp, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get a bit of a. What's a there's, a, there's a fucking good word for it. And I forgot Mate, it's it. It's all escaping like, you today, isn't it? Oh, there's such a good word for the storytelling thing. And it's like, it's not mise-en-scene. It's like, in media res, it's like the fucking story begins backwards. There you go. Uh, Quentin Tarantino style. Big chin. He looks like Quackmire off uh, Family Guy. Okay, hot take. I watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night, and I want those hours of my life back. (laughs) I, I will never get said hours back, but I just want it to be known that Quentin Tarantino owes me three fucking hours of my life. My mum said the same thing. She, I was like cooking the other day, and my mum came in and she said, uh, yeah, I went to see uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I was like, okay. I don't know, genuinely don't know why you've come out of that, but okay, carry on. And uh, yeah, she said, uh, yeah, it was okay. I was like, just okay. A three-hour film needs to be a bit more than okay. Exactly. Right? Is it a six out of ten? Right, five. It's like fucking hell. That's a like, 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 okay. Don't get me wrong. I, I understand that five out of ten is middle of the road and should be classed as average. But a five out of ten, as we all know, is actually shit. Yeah, five out of ten should be bang on. 
But if you ever give, like say you're doing football player ratings, any any time you give someone a five, right, that's like, what did he do to your family? (laughs) Yeah, but it depends on on the ranking system. Is what's, what's a one on the football player ranking system? Is that like me when I'm drunk? on a Saturday night. Is, I'm a one. Imagine ever getting a one. Imagine that. And you, you would be right into the... Mate, I'll be kind of, be kind of proud of that because I'll be the first player on FIFA to have a one. There must be some extremely funny like player ratings in like Madden or FIFA out there where it's like just something dumb like awareness. Like if you've got an awareness of one. Tom, Tom, Tom Brady like phoning up and just be like, guys, guys, can you make it 69? <laughs> If you had like an awareness of one, surely that would mean that you would need someone to phone you when the time <laughs> changed or something. <laughs> well, if you had an awareness of one, would you even be able to pick up the fucking phone? <laughs> or would you even know it's going off? <laughs> this is something that you may not know, but when you play Fallout, if you actually remove all your special points from intelligence, there's certain people that won't actually speak to you. There's certain missions that you can't even do because you're so fucking dumb. So, Brad. Spider-Man's story began with Aunt May, the attic, and some memories as these stories are want to do. Right, They begin usually with Aunt May and her bringing something up or having a panic attack or a fit or something, right? Yeah. Well, uh, Peter was helping his aunt move some old storage units around in the house in Queens, of course, Aunt May's house. And when his super strength accidentally tore the lid from one of them, so mementos and all these newspaper clippings and photos and everything kind of fell out, so Pete bends down to pick him up think, and he's thinking to himself, thank God I didn't rip that off in front of Aunt May because who knows what she'd have thought right. Like, that's my bare hands tearing I, this lid off an iron I want to see what other, you know, moments in Peter Parker's day does his, his uh, super strength just accidentally tear something in half. Like, has he ever, like, gone to pet a dog and accidentally just pushed it through concrete? <laughs> yeah, awful. but like, if he can just act, if he's like, oh shit, my strength, like, you know what I mean? Like, how out of control is this man? Did we go from like, he's tried to take a top off some milk and oh, it's spilt, or are we talking potentially killing small animals? I think, funny one, the filter coffee's on brew, the pot's on brew. He goes to pick up the pot and he's grasping it right and he's Spider Man grasping it, so he just cracks with all this boiling hot coffee and glass in his hand. Just screaming. <laughs> Would it hurt him? Jury's uh, still out well, on if, that. If, if he can do whatever a spider can, I'd imagine scalding hot coffee can still burn a spider. So I'd, I'd still say mm. yes. Well, all of these mementos and clippings and photos and little bits of brick and back uh, fall out of the trunk. Peter bends down to pick him up because he's obviously got to clean up after himself. Then he realises, hang on, this photo looks like me. He picks it up and looks at it this closer. This frogman also looks like me. <laughs> <laughs> Brings it closer to his little eyes and he's like, hang on a minute. That's my. That's got to be my dad. This is just very, very suspect same guy. Speaking of suspect, he's picked this up with, at the same time as he's picked a newspaper clipping up and it says uh, Richard Parker and wife... That's a very that's a very sad that they've just called a wife. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Richard Parker uh, is a prime suspect in the spy plot against the United States. Uh, evidence was found upon his dead body. Oh, that's grim. 
That's so Peter Baggers found out his dad, he's seen his dad for the first time, right? It's like, oh, they were traitors. Wait, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I can pull that record back. Peter's never seen a picture of his dear old dad and mum. That's that, fucked that's up, that's isn't it? That's real fucked up. That is like... <laughs> like, like and if, it's, if the photo has literally just been sitting in the attic this whole time, that is... That's super fucked up. <laughs> like, how many times do you reckon, like, baby Peter would have been like, Oh, May, can I have a look at my parents? And she's like, no, no parents for you. I'm sure, no, your fucking daddy was a traitor. <laughs> eat your, eat, eat, eat your, what was it? Wheat cakes. Oh, what is it? Oat cakes. Wheat, it's fucking Oat cakes awful. are a real thing. Awful stuff. They're like pancakes, isn't it? But the, word, the name makes them sound bad. Wheat cakes actually delicious. Not wheat cakes. No. Oh, I'm so confused. No, panc... No. Oat cakes. Pancakes. Oat cakes are Oat actually cakes. delicious. Are there? I'm, I'm there now. I, I, it's the delicacy of my mum's land. Well, Peter clicks. This is why Aunt May doesn't want to speak about his parents because they're fucking traitors, man. Outright. Uh, just a little bit of light treason, just Brad. Just a little bit of treason. Light, light treason. No, it's, I don't know what they did, but uh, <laughs> this is com- this is this yeah. is uh, this is coming from Peter Parker, who, as as we've w- well established over the swinging through Spider Man canon, is a domestic terrorist. There has been incidents, slight sprinklings of domestic terrorism involved in his career. M- multiple innocent people dead. Not ne- never, never explicitly said, but. Definitely happened. You can't take down a whole entire fucking block in New York without there being at least one person in it. <laughs> well, Peter sprints upstairs to confront his aunt May. Well, I think it's downstairs, the attic or basement. I don't know. It's going somewhere. But he sprints anyway to confront his aunt May. And she's shocked. She's like, oh, fuck. I didn't know this was happening. I didn't know. I didn't ever want this to happen. And he's just shaking his picture in the face, man. He's <laughs> slapping her about with it like Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you never told me about this, you know, except that I died when I was a baby and now I know why. And he's like, he isn't mad at Aunt oh, May. He's just like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just, I'm very senile. <laughs> he's not even mad at her. He, he's more bothered about the fact that they're like Uncle Ben, like the godly figure of Uncle Ben, his own brother is a traitor. I mean, how, he, doesn't, he doesn't understand how it's possible. And to keep it from him, that's it's like... To be to be honest with you, there may be his parents, but they're still strangers. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't. Yeah, know, they're not his parents. No one. Like um, they birthed him. Was it was it from the recent Spider Man where he said, oh, "I ha- I have a dad and his name is Ben." Was that was that from? Yes, sir. he's awesome. Anywho, anywho, I, I thought you was carrying on with no, the point there. No, oh, tangent. I, I, I stopped myself before I went off. <laughs> before you went off the I rails. Did, uh... um, well, it's, again, Peter's not really upset about kind of Aunt May keeping it. He's a bit angry. It's like, I wish I knew the, the, the truth. Right? I, I wish I knew something about this. I wish there was someone would have told me something so I could cope. But uh, no, he's more pissed off that they're, they're traitors. And Aunt May doesn't understand why either. It was a it was a massive shock. It was secretive. You know, Peter's dad never said anything about who he worked for. His work. They didn't want to tell Peter because all his life he's been kind of frail and innocent. You know, they didn't want to fucking 
deliver that to him. And they said, hey, for, for if the news is real... and innocent, and now Peter's gone up and started wafting this fucking newspaper clipping <laughs> in front of a lady who's... Whose heart could quite literally die yeah, any literally, second. Her heart is, has got the structural integrity of a wet paper bag at this point. <laughs> well, no, he's uh, he's he's pretty upset. It's more so about the secret, about what the meaning of the secret. But Aunt May, Uncle Ben had good intentions. If they're, if Richard Parker and Mary Parker, if they're traitors, right? If they're traitors, then they didn't deserve us on like Peter. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, and anyway, regardless of what happens, Peter deserves parents. Peter deserves good parents. So even though they can't really believe what's going on, just a few weeks ago, Peter deserves proper parents, right? So what happens is Richard Parker, Mary Parker, turn up to Uncle Ben and Aunt May's with little Peter, little sprog Peter, right? He's a really... Bambi, bambino. Most cool little baby, yeah. Little, little... I think mean, it feels, feels weird calling Pietro, him... man. Bambino Pietro. <laughs> it feels weird calling him, like, by Pete. It should, it should literally just be, like, Baby P or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, Brad. <laughs> don't go to... <laughs> don't go there, mate. Baby P. Fucking hell. That was a... That was a very, <laughs> very bad thing. Well, I don't... I don't understand what I've done. Google it after, mate. <laughs> Have I done something extremely dark? It's bad, it's bad. It's, <laughs> oh yeah, it's my God, bad. I'm so sorry. I'm leaving it in because you didn't know. But uh, Google it after, mate. God. You, you're going to be upset. You're gonna <laughs> Am be I going to really have upset. to make like a public apology? <laughs> you're going to have to make an official statement. Am I going to want to burn my clothes and just go shower myself because I feel dirty? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. that bad. Okay, we'll just... Baby so, uh, Peter then. Baby Pietro. Baby Pietro. Um, Pietro, yeah, little little bit of Italian there. Um, no, he's he's brought around to Uncle Ben and Aunt May's, and Richard Parker and Mary Parker. They're going on a kind of a little like going to work, basically. They're going to work abroad. It's going to be a few weeks, few months, well, maybe. Well, what I am going to say though, uh, Richard Parker rocking the dad bod before it was ever in fashion. Absolutely ripped, yeah, ripped a fuck, just man. Ripped a fuck, but you know he likes a beer. He's like Ron Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Aunt May and little Peter see off the parents to the airport and they never see him again. Because uh, what happens is in the newspaper a few weeks later, uh, Richard Parker and Mary Parker try to see the United States have died in a plane crash. That's grim. Not only do you find out that they're dead, you find out that they're traitors at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and they, they have to, they're literally having their wheat cakes and coffee and fucking reading the newspaper. They turn around, oh, Peter's having a nice day, and they like literally Uncle Ben <laughs> crosses his legs and whacks that newspaper out <laughs> from page. <laughs> that scalding hot coffee comes clean out of Uncle Ben's mouth as he spits it all over Peter. You know, I'm telling you what, I tell you what, man, I can't wait to go uh, go down to the old, you know, recreational ground with Peter today. Oh, show him what it's all about. Good American sports. Oh, let me just uh, take a good uh, sip of this uh, fine American coffee. Mm. God damn, mate. Okay, let me just, uh, I'm just going to read the news. Catch up, you know, good American citizens. Always, always catching up with the news. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what, what is it, Ben? Oh, God. Uh, hmm. <laughs> hmm. Hey, can, can you cover the kids' ears, mate? Uh, uh, can you just cover them? Come here, <clears throat> baby Pedro. Okay. This is... Your sister-in-law, 
Your brother and Lord both dead. What? Both dead in plane oh crash in Algeria. Uh, uh, no. I can't believe I'm saying this. Clean my mouth. Give, give me the toothbrush, mate. Uh, communists. Fucking communists. Fucking Can you believe it? Fucking devil bastards. <laughs> I'm poor Peter. <laughs> well, that's so, they're literally crying their heart out, picking him up and hugging him, going, oh, we'll have to bring him up like our own son. And uh, we'll never let the shame and sorrow affect him. He just him. Doesn't, doesn't know what, what's going on. He's just, no, he fucking... He grew so much hair in that week. Bless <laughs> 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 <Like> shit! Is that meant to be weak? I'm, I'm not sure where the timeline... Who's basically, for the, the Who deal... is putting Rogaine on a baby's head? That's what I want to know. Richard Parker in the first panel, has got this little bambino on his lap and he's honestly like six months old. When he's dead, and this is meant to be like, it isn't meant to be long after that first panel. I'm I'm pretty sure. It's a month later. It's a month later. He's got a whole head of hair and he looks about two. Sort of, yeah. What the fuck? Steroids, man. Steroids in those wheat cakes. Wheat cakes and milk. When you're growing up with a good American citizen like Uncle Bay, uh, Uncle Ben, Uncle, Uncle, Uncle Bay. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is, man. He, he's just like my, my boy Peter, gonna grow up and be a member of the wrestling team, and he's just like slowly but surely every morning, like hot rod, like he wakes up and batters him. <laughs> like you need to be stronger than your dad. Literally needs to be stronger than his communist traitor father. Red menace, mate. And he turned out to be like this fucking like piss streak, didn't he? That's like all Uncle Ben saw of him before he died was his piss streak fucking nephew. His goggle eyed piss streak nephew. Like nothing going for him. Fuck all. Fuck all, mate. Yeah, he died for that. Could you imagine the amount of times that like. Ben's been at the table reading his newspaper and he, he, Peter sits down. Just staring through fucking Peter. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Just, <laughs> just, just, just so, you know, you know, when, you know, old men eat like, and all the fucking air in the room is expelled from their nostrils. You know what I'm on about? You know, <laughs> like, like a fucking Ford Mustang sucking in all that air through the supercharger. Just set up. Just slam the Pete's at the table just going oh isn't a oh Russia doing well oh mate oh Russia, oh, Russia doing well and our mate's just like twiddling the fork between the fucking hands <laughs> like, oh, like Pete says something okay. fucking dorky and shit and he just puts down his newspaper just folds it folds just it up, I'm gonna eat my dinner folds it up neatly first and he's just like I'm, I'm gonna go out to the shed yeah I'm gonna eat my dinner yeah, in the front room not just the TV the glow, the glow of the TV <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Anywho. But to be fair, no, to be fair to him, I know we we don't want to we're ruining no, the cat. We, we, we do need to give the cannon a kick in. Uncle Ben did fucking love yeah, the shit out of him, regardless. Peter. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, he's not <laughs> my brother's son. <laughs> my brother's son. It sounds so sad. 
<laughs> I've had to raise my brother's son. Um, but Uncle Ben obviously dies. Uh, Richard's dead. Mary's dead. The only person alive, Peter and uh, Aunt May, out of this. But how yeah, is Aunt, how is Aunt May Peter? not aged at all in these panels, by the way? She looks the same raggedy old woman in these panels, which are, you know, a good 10 years prior to... It's fucking tw- going on 20, you going bastard. On 20, okay, 20 years prior. Uh, is this woman, like, indestructible? Uh, I don't even want to... I don't even know how to describe it, pal. I'd love to, I'd love to actually breach this, but I, I don't know where to go. I don't know where you there's, want me to there's, say there's that. Clearly, there's clearly some time travel afoot or some shit going on in the, in the Parker household. Because uh, I, I think... Realistically, the best way to describe this, that the writers, the authors, the artists, they genuinely felt uncomfortable drawing a younger art man. Unlike the MCU, they didn't give a fuck. It's just like you want to see, you want to see a hot <laughs> art me? Yeah, we'll see a hot art me. Milf right, yeah. <laughs> like high five across <laughs> the office. The drink fight milk. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have the rights to these characters forever, guys. <laughs> That's what we're going to do. You know what? The Amazing Spider-Man fucked up. Tom Maguire fucked up. You know why? Old Aunt Maze. Wait till you get to the third one. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Everything's going to be a fun. Everything's going to be a fucking third one. <laughs> just just, just anyway, Mickey Mouse just there like, oh, don't get too ahead of yourself there, kiddos. Spider-Man's not in the club anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, Peter isn't happy with Aunt May's exclamation. He's just like, he's hanging on every word. He's like, well, where's the proof? Where's the proof? He's a fucking traitor. It's, it's what, what, what if it's a mistake? And Aunt May says, oh, I wrote to the man at Algeria who I'd identified the bodies uh, and he never got back. So it's all in the past. It's all, it's all done. <laughs> Write that letter and just go, well, I've done my best. <laughs> that's, that's literally it. He's like, yep, I, I, I tried. Put it to bed. I don't want to. I don't want to rinse my girlfriend on the podcast, but I've been trying to get a, to get a passport for like two years, and she got the forms the other day, and I said, "Why haven't you form, filled the forms out?" And she was like, "Oh, I've done the first bit. I've got the form. I've got the fucking forms." All <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you need to do is get a pen, right? You know, and sign them. And you know what, mate? Oh, just fucking... just wake it up in the morning is achievement for some people. So we'll we'll let her have it. Yeah, honestly, it's. Exactly, exactly. It's a heroic achievement to get those forms, Jade. If you're listening, just fucking. <laughs> this is the most passive aggressive way to tell someone to fill in some forms. Just, just, it's just, very just, white. Can you listen to my podcast, please, today, Jade? Yeah, there's some, some, some very hefty subjects in there. Jade, I mean, you if you get 40 minutes in, you'll really appreciate what I'm trying to say. 40 minutes in. <laughs> yes <laughs> 45 minutes in mate we ain't even Fuck started you know. oh okay so Peter walks home he's really he's really upset yeah that's understandable his, his whole he's... entire world has been rocked exactly it's 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 in the fucking fry. it's basically a bunch of food in the frying pan and his hands in it as well so it's all fucking skin and bones in there as well Every his whole life his whole fucking everything's yeah, in there a fry mate Absolute. That mind is a casserole right now. Casserole of a tragedy. I'm going to go with a beef Wellington. (laughs) A fucking guilted pastry. (laughs) A pastry of guilt around the side. Um, But no, May says, 
I never heard back from the plane crash of the bodies. It's and that's Pete's kind of lead gone. Um, but May does say, look, we love you. You are your life is full of love, and regardless of your parents, they loved you as well. So everyone throughout this loves you. He's really wishing he hadn't heard that truth. <laughs> Basically. So like, my day would be a lot better if I didn't know my dead parents were dead and traitors. Just could have went about his day, could have went home, could have made some hot pockets, could have watched The Wire or some shit, I don't know. Just could have went about his day. Could have watched some limited series on Netflix, maybe caught up with uh, some of the films he missed, maybe maybe read some comic books, maybe binge watch The Boys or something, I don't know, brother, or, or, or preach. Or one of those good, good comic fully, book television fully shows. I would recommend right binge watching The Boys, though. The next few days, bro, they leave him broken, so he could do watching a, a funny TV show, actually. Um, he cannot escape his feelings. He admits that he needs that. He, he really does kind of come to the realisation, I need to go to Algeria. And he's kind of screaming this. <laughs> I need to go to Algeria. <laughs> but the thing is, this is not out of the ordinary for, for people of New York. We've already established that... <laughs> that um, what was it? Last 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 issue, Norman Osborne running through the city shouting, I am the Green Goblin. Perfectly normal. I'm a vampire. Perfectly poor, perfectly <laughs> normal. Because like again, no matter what you're shouting going one way, there's someone shouting something similar going the opposite. Yeah, absolutely. It's gonna be happening all the time, but he's really just screaming, I wanna go to Algeria and I've got to find my parents. Well, they're Skeletons. And there's, there's a geezer running right next to him, just going, I need to go to LA! I need to sell my mixtape! Then Peter's like, yeah, rock on! What power do you? Rock on, dude. I need to go to Algeria. Where's ah. Algeria? Fucked if I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does know some people who do know, Brad. The, uh, the old fantastic fool. Oh, I've not heard from them in quite a while. It's almost as though they don't actually live in the same city as Spider-Man. Or they don't. They don't want anything to fucking do with him. <laughs> to be fair, he's just that weird neighbour that comes around every now and again. It's just like, oh. like, oh, Spider Man's here. Hide the milk, hide the sugar. Let him touch anything. You just, you just, I've just had images of ahead of him sitting down at, at like a breakfast table for Spider Man to like have a meeting with them, and there's just some like milk on the side, and just like, Spider Man starts sweating profusely as he's looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> What would be happening is, you know, the Fantastic Four having that family meal around a table. Spider-Man knocks on the door and then, like, they're all kind of apprehensive. You've got to get rid of the consumables, right? Because Spider-Man's going to come in and he's going to nick the fucking napkins. He's going to, like, take the cutlery. So there's a button under the table that just flips <laughs> all the fucking, all the dinner and sandwiches and everything. It just hides it all. And Spider-Man comes in and they're all just, like, fucking yeah, twiddling Peter's their the kind of geese that goes to a fast food restaurant and, like, rather than taking, like, one or two napkins, he just punches his fist into the napkin yeah. receptacle and just brings out a handful like like <laughs> half a tree's worth of tissue you can never have enough is his excuse you never know when you're gonna need to you wipe your nose enough. well no that he sets off the uh old alarm at the fantastic four headquarters of baxter building the thing kind of goes for him so like fucking how do I know you're not doc? You ain't Doctor Doom in disguise, and Spider Man's just ready to like box his head clean off. That's a bit. It's a bit quick. That is. It's a bit. It's a bit on edge. Like you'd expect. You'd expect like a team like the Fantastic Four to be able to play this out a little bit more cool, calm, and collected. They literally open up the door. I think. 
and it's Spider. It's like an unavoidable. They don't even know it's Spider Man, so they send out the thing to kind of deal with it, like fucking, like slap him about. So Spider Man just starts kicking off with him, <laughs> just like it could have been a Jehovah's Witness or anything. Just like, <laughs> deal yeah. with him. Spider Man, he literally won't leave the doorstep, and the thing's just like go fuck off, man. And Spider Man's just trying to like go to town on him, but then they all come down and they go like. We'll take our chances. We're going to speak to him. What does he need? And he just starts like ranting. Like, he's like, I need the point. I need I need a lift to the Near East. Right? I need a lift to Algeria. You've got loads of spaceships, skyships, big floating cars. I need a lift. And Johnny Storm's like, oh, that sounds important. Uh, if he needs a favour, and he's asking us, you know. Uh, I mean, it's just a uh, one-up over him, right? That's rough. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Storm's all about that bottom line when it comes to the favours. <laughs> and Reed Richards there, Mr. Fantastic, scratching his head. He's like, oh, you're, you're just in luck, my friend. Uh, we have a new gyro cruiser that Tony Stark's given us. Uh, so we'll drop you off to Algeria. Oh, it's around the corner, isn't it, lads? Yeah, it's very much like an Uber. Like, imagine him calling an Uber for that. <laughs> about 600,000 pounds. <laughs> but the thing is, is it's like it, it shouldn't be anything considering that Fantastic Four use these these machines and contraptions to fly through space. So really, really going round Algeria is like popping to the local shops. I guess, Brad, but I'm thinking now, tangent time. Right, I need to get this out off my chest. If you ordered an Uber to a different country and you had to take a flight, would the Uber driver have to get out of his car and sit next to you in the plane? <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, then what if, what if, right, okay, okay, <laughs> stick with me here, right, what if the flight attendant is rude to you? Does that affect your Uber rating at the end? Do you get, you still give yeah, him like, five stars? Because it's still... If the flight attendant doesn't bring you your vegetarian meal, just turn to your Uber driver and start shaking your head. <laughs> this, is on, this is on you, mate. This is on you. <laughs> yeah, for, good luck getting a job with four and a half stars, mate. Mate, you need that death five. sentence. Might as well just fucking put his put his Uber in the nearest fucking canal. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Fantastic acting as the uh, intercontinental Uber driver does drop Spider-Man off in Algeria quite literally. Yeah, just literally just 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 him over. peace. <laughs> Boots him out of the car. Sp- he, what's weird, he goes, oh, is there anywhere specific you want to land or any kind of street? How is Spider-Man going to know even fucking able to read Arabic in the first place? doesn't have a map of Algeria. And Reed Richards, one of the smartest blokes in the world, is asking him for fucking directions. To be fair, if someone just turned around to you and said, oh, oh I need, I need, not, not I want to. Not like, I want to visit Algeria. I wonder what it's like. Like, I need to go to Algeria now. Like, you'd kind of expect them to have some sort of pinpoint, some sort of business there. And for like, I'd be more surprised to turn up and go like, okay, so whereabouts? And then Spider-Man just goes, over the entire city somewhere. Yeah, you just, just like just drop us off at drop the me city. At the city, I'll, I'll be <laughs> okay with the rest. And I, I'm not... Algeria's probably going to be a very big place. It'll be fucking massive, And it's bro. not like you, it's not New York where you can swing from, from one side to the other. Like, there's not going to be like massive tall skyscrapers. It'd be like an odd so minaret. it'd have to be all can... on foot. All of it. Not the worst levels in Assassin's Creed. There we go again. I caught myself Assassin's Creed reference like number nine eight seven. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible to not reference it. 
to be, you know, credit to Reed Richards for dropping him off, but he kind of lets Spider-Man jump out in the sky above the city and he has to make a parachute one and drop him off on a roof. He doesn't even check if he lands no, safely. He's pissed right off. <laughs> he's going he's to go he's pick fu- up another super. He's fucking gone. You know, if, 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 if he's left waiting too long, it starts charging you. And we have to remember, there's like CIA, there could be kind of CIA operations going on here. Ah, uh, like in Algeria, because Richard Parker was been there, and he's like he was involved in spies, and he's been dobbed up as a fucking whatever it's called, uh, a sleeper agent for the other side, or a traitor, as it came out in the paper. But like, they're not going to take kindly to some fucking yank, like parachuting in, yeah, in like the most outrageous colours as well, like completely red. And blue, just missing the white. Yeah, he he gets spotted instantly. So what he does was he figures it out in his head. He's like the person Aunt May wrote to. He apparently owned a restaurant. Here's a restaurant. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go inside this restaurant and stay there all night and see what, Here's see what a I restaurant in an entire city. This guy owned a KFC. Yet he's landed in a Pizza Hut. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> it's like a franchise it's just like this guy's pizza <laughs> he's got a fucking fez on as well it's a different person like completely I'm not buying it mate not for a second um, but Spider-Man sneaks in and as it as the guy's closing down he follows him upstairs he says uh, he does the whole New York thing like hold it mister you know stick him up and this guy turns around and he's got a gun he pulls the gun out he's like by the beard of the prophet a costume bring clinging to the wall man man speaks and perfect english like a human insect <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna i don't even know what yeah he's perfect <laughs> spider-man picks up on this he's, i'm glad you speak english uh so drop that pop gun and we'll talk mate fucking hell <laughs> but like, just right, so like rest- a bloke like you're in utter shock here and you're like right not gonna use my mother tongue here i'm gonna use english and they're like so well spoken like really just screams by the beard of the prophet at him. <laughs> that's gonna, that's gonna be my answer to everything. Like you know when um you know when someone asks you a question and it gets to the third time and you still ain't yeah. got it, mate. They're getting by the beard of the prophet screamed at the face. By the beard of the prophet, man. And he pulls a gun on him, and uh, Spider Man does uh does pick him up by his neck and start like shaking him down. And I can confirm that in, in Arabic, uh, it's a uh, min layet. Al Nabi is uh, by the beard of the prophet. I did a quick Google translation, and it is a uh, it is a phrase. So they 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 had so some cultured, way. man. Oh, very cultured man. I was going to get it to read it out on the podcast, and I thought too that's just much, too much man. effort. You just butchered it instead. He's just, just... so Spider Man picks him up and he says, uh, "Geezer, think back to <laughs> think back twenty years <laughs> ago, basically." There's a plane crash. Two Americans were killed. The owner of a restaurant identified the bodies. It's got to be you because there's one fucking restaurant around here that isn't a KFC or a pizza. It's you. <laughs> he's literally just, and he's this just guy, one random guy. He just and this guy's screaming. He's like, "It was I! It was I!" I remember. <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> out of all the restaurants at the whole. Fu- oh god. Okay, roll with it. Roll with it. Oh, Out of all the gin joints, oh, there's there's got to be a good Casablanca line you can insert here. I know that's set in Morocco, not Algeria, 
but they're going for the same thing. They can't be asked, so I can't be asked either. I'm trying to find a good. You ever seen Casablanca? I have not. No. It's got all. It's basically even if you haven't seen it, it's every single movie quote you can imagine has come from that ah, film. Okay. Most of them, like most of the shit, has come from that. Um, but Spider-Man picks him up. He starts shaking. He's questioning him, and he says, "I knew them because they dined here many times. Everyone knew he was a spy." <laughs> Everyone knew he was a spy. It was a really a bad spy. spy. <laughs> An awful spy. And, uh, but he says, "I can't give you his." Uh, he, he speaks he, about the get, employer. Like, special nah, spy discount. <laughs> like, you have to say it really quietly. <laughs> like, I'm the spy. Yeah, I'm sorry, sir. I do not see your spy card. <laughs> he says that everyone knows he was a spy. He was working for a like a spy a spy master in and the then area. A non-spy tries to blag to get the spy discount, and he's just like, "Oh no, I must have left it in my other tuxedo in my other spy car." Oh, ah, you know <laughs> the double O's are gonna be furious. The restaurant owner says about the spy master who was employing this spy that died in the plane crash. I know his address, so here you go. Uh, all right, I'm going to say it right now. Informant, shit informant, really bad. Like, gave, bad gave away everything straight away. Just terrible. Uh, this is where we kind of catch up with where we left off Spider-Man on the canal because there's a guy listening in. He runs down and he's warning the spy master. The spy master sets his fugs on Spider-Man. They shoot Spider-Man in the head on the rooftop and he collapses in the canal. Okay, so we've, we've, we've caught up. Yeah, and now he wakes up from the canal, remembering his mission. He needs to find and clear his dad's name. He needs to find some proof. He needs to get everything right in his head. So he heads out to the address given by the restaurant owner. It's a, a little place, a little kind of warehouse, I guess. And Spider-Man strings, he jumps straight and disarms the guard, like almost breaks the geezer's neck with his oh, own that's pretty. Cra- that's pretty fantastic, man. Look, I'm pretty sure that would kill you because you managed to split the gun in half with the man's head. The guy's body, the guy's body does not look good on the floor oh, next no. to him. <laughs> <laughs> like he's dead. <laughs> the, the door's locked. Spider-Man says, I don't care about the lock. I'm uh, I'm ripping the door off. I'm going in. <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite a fancy place. If you ever played, there's a Medal of Honor mission and it is set. I don't know if it's Morocco or Algeria. But this office looks like one you definitely have to root oh, yeah, around. Like palm, like, oh, it's got a fucking ceiling yeah, fan. Like ceiling black. fan, like really old like oak desk, like that art deco kind of chair styling. It's, it's quite it's quite it's quite niche, I'll say. Well Spider-Man knows that if he goes behind the desk and finds a switch, there's probably gonna be file somewhere that'll be revealed which was exactly what happens he goes to the desk hits a switch because that's where spy people put the shit I mean and let, let's face it he's got to be revealed great really so far he's, he's literally just he's essentially in this, he's essentially he's trying to get to the point to Algeria panel. into Google Maps scroll down like and then there, around the office for ages. that restaurant is out of the whole city because he's just fucking plummeted from earth managed to pick out one random restaurant harassed one random dude and somehow managed to fucking find this fucking Mary Sue kind of way into all of this shit. <laughs> it's quite funny, yeah, isn't he's it? literally just scrolled into it and been, these guys. Have you ever watched that American Dad episode where Stan's just like looking for the one Russian agent and he's just constantly zooming into random people? <laughs> yeah. That's that's what Spider-Man <laughs> did. No, it, what's not really revealed is it, it took him a while. It just, because it flicks through the panel and it's like, 
in the in one panel he's looking for it, and the next panel he's found it. But in the the subtitles, it's like, oh, it took him ages. <laughs> Moment. <later. laughs> but he finds his records and starts kind of flicking through them, and he gets to his dad's name. Um, so he finds his dad's name. He looks into the file. Um, gets to the papers, chucks them in the air because what he wants, what he's found, is a membership card emblazoned with a skull. So that means his dad was a bad guy. Oh, and that's not just like Mastercard. No, that's just a skull, and he's like, oh, these are the bad <laughs> that's guys. That's his spy card. Oh, yeah, it's literally his boy membership <laughs> card. Like Richard Parker is a bad. And then spot. on the back of it, it says like, to validate your parking. Please swipe through the machine at the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this it belongs to Super Spy Organization. <laughs> yeah, well, Spider Man gets. He's got the proof now. He knows his dad was uh, in the employ of a uh, enemy spy organization. He hears a laugh behind him, and he turns around. Uh, someone's entered the room. His spider sense was going off. Uh, guess he better turn around. And oh my god, it's none other than the international terrorist, spy, and war criminal known as the Red Skull. It's just—I mean, let's 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 say say it for what it is. It's, it's Skeletor, but shit. Yeah, fucking Nazi Skeletor. Nazi Skeletor. And Skeletor's already pretty Nazi when you think about it. Um, why is his head red and his hands white? Yeah, it's something I've never quite got over. Does he technically count as a true Aryan Nazi if bits of him are red? <laughs> oh, he can't really pass for blonde hair and blue eyes. Now, oh, no, he? especially when you have no eyes. Extremely red face. <laughs> the next druid of him is horrifying. He's like, <laughs> it's so terrible. <laughs> it looks awful. Why is his hands hairy? How has he got hairy hands? You know what? I think, I think we just got to like chalk it up to that's a whole of a fucking different comic, and we don't know. Yeah, he's basically he's in charge of a spy organization in Algeria. Spider Man is not having any of this shit, even though the Red School comes into this with a fearful reputation as being a cold blooded fucking murderer, killer, Nazi bastard. And um, Spider Man does go for him, but the Red School says, "I'm not. I don't have to deal with you because you know what I do really is I don't." use my hands i get other people to do it clicks his that's, fingers that's and his, his hands are so hairy he never, he never has to fucking lift them <laughs> so they just get overgrown he's even got a cigarette holder man mate this geezer's pimping he's going he, like he's in a bathroom <laughs> <laughs> now that's a smoker's jacket that is it's like he's in a smoker's jacket with a fucking cigar he's just like oh you like this spider-man oh i got this it's 50 percent off oh it's real velour <laughs> Spider-Man cannot wait to get his hands on him, but the Red Skull clicks his fingers and out comes Sandor. Sandor is a big henchman who uh, actually can't speak, so all he does is listen to the Red Skull. Um, first thing he does is puts his hands on Spider-Man and sends him for a fucking war. Straight away. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. A to B. There is no in-between. Yeah, yeah, it's like he gets his hands on him, pushing him through a wall. But Spider-Man uses the wall, the new-made new opening in the wall as an opportunity creates like a mask of webbing across it. Sandor walks into it, this big henchman. Spider-Man just beats a shit this out of him. This is the first time I've seen Spider-Man actually fight like a fucking spider. Yeah, because this is like what a spider would do. This is doing everything Right, right up can. until he starts munching on his insides, throws them back up and then eats them again. Five minutes! Oh man, that would be, that'd be horrific out of all the spider powers to gain. Imagine if you only just got the mandibles. Oh. Well, Sandor's out cold, mate. Um, 
Spider-Man just pisses off. He's like, oh, that was disappointing. He, he just saw um, the Red Skull and went, this motherfucker tussles with Captain America. I'm out of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he does. But, you know, it's been, it's been a horrible journey for him because he can't even deal with the Red Skull. His dad's definitely a criminal. And, you know, it's proof enough. He's, he's, the connection with the Red Skull, that means he's a traitor. So Spider-Man's I'm also pissed. kind of imagining... Um, imagining Peter Parker's dad now as uh, in the spy versus spy. Just like, like outright replace <laughs> one of the spies <laughs> with him instead. <laughs> well, at the Red School's uh, hideout, Sandor wakes up from the rubble to be slapped by the Red School. <laughs> imagine it, imagine if he woke up <laughs> and, and, and Red School slaps him so hard he passes out again. He's just like, oh shit, we have to wait again. Until he wakes up, so I can slap him again, only a little bit softer. Well, I thought this comic was going to end right with Sandor silently strangling the Red <laughs> Skull. Well, because you don't get hit in the face and not and just take it. You do if it's the Red Skull. But it, yeah, it doesn't. And do the thing anything. is, I'd, I'd um, imagine with that. those hairy ass hands, it actually cushioned the blow because it's a backhander as well. It's like a full-on pimp slap. Well, the Red Skull, he's got a bit of Spider-Man's torn costume from the fight, and uh, they can use that. They can give that to a man called the Finisher, who can perform the task for which he is named, which is uh, <laughs> finishing Spider-Man, or finishing his dinner. I was about to say, like, <laughs> just, just imagine him, he's just like, ah, I'm the Finisher. Because yeah, I, it's me, the Finisher. I shouldn't start things, I... I... Finish him. <laughs> I finish him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well the red score calls into the office and uh he says what <laughs> what do you need me to do he's like oh can you finish spider-man ah you called the finisher to finish ah. <laughs> <laughs> he only needs one single thing man and that is uh, a bit of spider-man's torn costume that is given to him and the finisher says uh yes uh it's what i require to finish him do you reckon he's he's, he's from finland and it's like a multiple play <laughs> Like, 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 in his house, he's only got like half of shit done. Like, only the end, never the beginning. His hairline is so far back, and he looks like Justin Hammer from Iron Man Two. But if he was seventy, <laughs> I can, I can kind of see that. Man's got like, like Sam Rockwell. Man's got like a like a like a, a six head. I wouldn't even go as far as to say a five head. Like six head, two you more go, than you, a four. You go the, the extra mile. Well, uh, he jumps in his little kind of green car and he, he drives off. All he needs is that uh, scrap of, uh, <laughs> of Spider-Man's costume. And you're going to find out why. Because seconds later, in the back of the car, he's got his electro scanner right all set out. He's got his driver driving around. This scanner with the fabric can locate the target. It has located Spider-Man. So what happens is Spider-Man's swinging through the city, kind of trying to get over and over what's happened to him. He's really down. Um what happens is the finisher's car shoots out a fucking missile, a homing Gross. missile. At him. Where are these geezers getting this, this hardware from? <laughs> Spider-Man's looking at this guy. He's like, oh, a rocket. Just, as you do. <laughs> he just stops coming towards him. <laughs> I don't remember being 4th of July. Well, he catches it like, with his webbing and swings it around and uh, launches it into the fucking canal. Is he a fucking idiot? Then I like like he does realise that explosion explosives are actually more dangerous underwater. <laughs> it looks like it's deactivated actually. Oh, okay, because you know they didn't make this waterproof rocket. 
Nah, let's just shot him. What would you need? It's a one and done thing, bro. What if it's raining? That's true. Don't use them when you're raining. That's when the finisher brings out like a chloroform and a fucking napkin and a knife or something. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, the finisher says he's going to use his most sophisticated missile next, so he shoots it at Spider Man. The Spider Man just kind of jumps onto the car to get away from it, and of course, the missile just hits the car. <laughs> <laughs> the finisher's just there, like I guess I am finished. He <laughs> literally hits the car. He's like, oh, the missile's coming. Oh. And the car just blows up. <laughs> the driver hightails it so hard, his face falls off. The car's Mate, on you fire. Know he's, you know he's in and... them flip-flops as well. You hear them slapping his feet from miles away. Spider-Man rips the door off, gets the finisher, puts a fire blanket over the finisher, just drags him out of the fucking car. <laughs> Man, that is one hefty car if it can survive a missile. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look in a state where anyone should have survived. No, not at all. But I guess if you're firing missiles from a car, there would be some armor in it. How is this fucking thing moving? It must get like two miles per gallon. <laughs> it weighs about 17 tons, man. Which is which is still... Like, tap the bonnet of it. This baby can fit like <laughs> fucking 17 missiles in it. Or one kingpin. <laughs> what do you fucking say about me you <laughs> <laughs> well Spider-Man drags the finisher out and he's, it's about Richard Parker he needs he wants questions answered was he a traitor did you hear this name and the finisher says oh, Richard Parker of course I remember <laughs> how, how can I ever forget the time I uh, finished him oh oh <laughs> it's getting thick round here and Spider-Man doesn't even dispense with pleasantries, mate. He's like, tell me quick, why are you still fucking... Why has he still got teeth? That's the that's the thing that I would do. <laughs> the teeth should that's be removed. I'm saying, like, if, if, I was, if I was Peter, that, that head would be off the concrete multiple times by now. Because the thing well, is, the, the thing is, you know, he didn't just go... He, he actually says it here in the speech bubble. He didn't just say it before I finished him. He says, ah, I remember that name before I... You know, he shift the eyes and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Finished him. <laughs> <laughs> Just guitar solo from like some geese on a rooftop. Oh, Spider-Man didn't put a fire blanket over him. It was just his fucking overcoat. Oh, mate. I was like, no, he was burning up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his overcoat is also a fire blanket. You would think you would think he needs to make <laughs> if it. If it's just there, like uh, you know, you got to fire missiles out. You got to make sure you got the fire blanket jacket. <laughs> the finisher, uh, he explains the story. He says, uh, "The Red School came to me one day. He says, a double agent in our organization. You know what that means?" He goes, "Yeah, to finish him." Do you reckon he doesn't start things that he knows that he can't finish? Like. Yeah, he he's never coming in with a start of a sentence, is it? Either. I've never seen him like, like he's never opening something. He's always he's always coming in kind of at the end, or like even when he's starting something, it's a conclusion to another thing. <laughs> like like he hires someone to start sentences for him. <laughs> So the Red Skull says he's betrayed me. That uh, you know you can't just die; you have to be dishonored. So what we're going to have to do: get the traitor, sell him out, make him look like a double traitor, make him look like a, a fucking shithead traitor, like, make him look like a bad spy, like a really. Oh, you bad mean the spy. spy that already everyone knows he's a spy? 
which in turn yeah. makes him a bad oh. spy. <laughs> so Richard Parker's called into the office and the Red School leans over and says, I've got some important papers for you to deliver. They must not fall into American hands. <laughs> How does he spit with no lips? Oh, imagine the gruel that was coming oh. out He's <laughs> just sustaining his mouth, keeping it so alive. Grim. But uh, <laughs> fucking Richard Parker's on first name terms with the, the Red Skull. He calls him, you can count on me, Skull. Why did you fucking call him the Red Skull? He's like a No, 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 no. If you're on first name terms with the Red Skull, his name would be The. <laughs> call him the Scully. Scully. <laughs> Skuller. Yo, Skull Man, Bones, Bonehead. He just so the red skull looks like he's in a sweater as well, like <laughs> a green sweater. He looks like he's been going to the same tailor as Doc Ock. Yeah. Well, uh, Richard Parker says you can count on me. A red skull says, "Uh, yes, I- I'm sure I can." Imagine if he goes, "The last thing you, what can never do?" <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? And Richard Parker goes, "Oh, yes, yeah, sir. What was that? Uh, I, uh, was it any further? Was it another instruction?" He goes, "Yeah." No, that's just the last instruction from me. Because I... Uh, and, uh, finish him. <laughs> well, the Red Skull says the finisher will drive you to the airport, which is just the worst. <laughs> it's like when Silvio's driving Adriana to the fucking forest in Sopranos. You know she's dead. You know she's dead. But the thing is, as well, is that you know that they, they would leave the hideout Meanwhile, there is a massive neon sign above the door that says, Secret hideout of spies. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> the Red School just giving Richard Parker loads of shit as well. He's like, uh, remember, the missions are it's critical, you know? Like your health will soon be. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> and Richard Parker just gives him shit out back. He's like, I know my job. I know it. And uh, the finisher takes him and his wife to the plane. I'm kind. I'm kind they of get in the plane. That Richard didn't go for a fake mustache. <laughs> Wouldn't Richard just kill the fucking finisher? That would make more sense. Just kill him. Fuck off. Like you've clearly been made. <laughs> and I'm not going to say it's the. It, it was the restaurant owner, but <laughs> why take your wife on the plane? That's the other thing that I was questioning. Like, and she's talking sense the whole time. Like, Richard's like, oh, don't worry. We're taking off in the plane. And his wife's like, oh, don't you think they've got us? Don't you think they're onto <laughs> us? Um, yeah. And then he gets up in, he's in the fucking sky when he realizes. <laughs> like, like, the plane's not working anymore. What are we going to do? Oh, fuck. Like, he's there chowing down and his nuts mid flight and he's just like, sudden realization. So, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh! <laughs> well, and if you have seen the, the as well, thing, the thing was... is, is like the plane's completely empty, and he's like looking around. <laughs> well, help! There is not. It's like if you have seen the boys as well. I don't want to spoil it, but you're no superheroes are literally no use when you're in this situation. It, that killed me. That is, but there's nothing. There's nothing I can do. <laughs> There is literally fuck all I can do, so you're on your own. Yeah, huh? I have actually watched this video before about um, you know, when when uh Superman catches people mid-flight, you know. Yeah. Well, it it wouldn't work like that because essentially they'd be hitting like two bars of steel 
mid-flight, like at terminal velocity both ways. So rather than just like catching them and you'd be like, oh God, thank God you caught me. You'd literally just fucking put two bars of steel through a person at terminal velocity. You would cut them into freeze. Jesus Christ. That's an image. Yeah. Oh, well, Peter Richard Parker, sorry, Peter Parker's dad was a double agent. He was working for the USA inside the school's organizations. So of course, the school newly sabotaged Peter, uh, Richard Parker's plane. The plane crashed, leading to Richard Parker's death, and false evidence was planted on the, the bodies. The school was just like, hold on. So the American turned out to be an American spy? <laughs> <laughs> Why would they fucking hire him? <laughs> so fucking stupid. Uh, it's about to get a whole lot more radar. Oh, radar. I like this. So the finisher fades out. Spider-Man heads out to kind of meet the Red Skull and clear the name of his hero parents. At the hideout, the Skull is waiting for him in a weaponized fucking Mate, chair. Mate, that's not a chair. That's a throne. That is a straight up throne. He's in throne, this throne. Man. That's got the Nazi eagle on top. Oh, he fucking has as well. And he's got the buttons on the side. He clicks it. He just starts gatting. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> but it's a chair. You can't... <laughs> It can only fire in one direction. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Like, could you imagine Red Skull just like Spider Man jumps out of the way and then he's like, "Oh, Dad, I'll down a minute," and he's just like, <laughs> "Just get behind it, twist it around, scraping across the floor." <laughs> Spider Spider Man dodges it because jumps out because of the way. It's then kind of kind of in one direction. It, very easy yeah. to dodge. <laughs> it's how the Red School screaming at him and firing in a chair and just like rocking. <laughs> Do you reckon it's got enough firepower for it to like knock the chair completely backwards? So like, is it? Is it is, <laughs> That's why he gets is the it point breath. break where like he starts firing his gun in the air because he can't shoot the geezer. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. like, imagine Red School still sitting <laughs> in the chair and just like. Ah! It's just this I'm firing straight ahead of his chair, like ah. Oh fuck! Oh How'd you God. reload a chair? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like, what would its name be in IKEA? <laughs> the Godot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spider-Man jumps off the, the wall, springs at the the Red Skull, which causes him to kind of jump out of the chair. But now he takes it to his own hands, right? He, Undoes the fucking smoking jacket, rips off the scarf, and rips his shirt open. Man's got a chest laser. Oh, mate, he's, he's been he's been uh, <laughs> he's he's been uh, shopping with Craven. And Spider Man's not having it because Red Skull's giving him the beans, going, "I'm going to crush you in an instant." Um, just as I crushed your liberty-loving American agent, Richard Parker. And there's nothing you can. <laughs> and Spider Man takes it straight. Out. Spider Man's done with talking, man. Uh, the laser goes off, it hits a chair, and it just fucking blows up because it's full of ammunition. <laughs> there was no- <laughs> literally like the modern version of the Iron Throne in Game of Thrones. Except from rather than being melted down by hundreds of swords, it was hundreds of machine guns. But imagine if you left it in the sun with all that bullet, like in the Algerian fucking sun with all those bullets inside of it, and it would just go off randomly. Or kill a maid or something. I'm kind of wondering what other attachments this like. Could could you put a gun on it? Could you put a tack like on, on the chair? Like, did it have did it have fucking attachment rails on it? <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's so good. Like 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 Red Skull okay. Pressure Triangle. And it brings out a whole fucking chair. 
so there are four buttons on it, and he only presses the first one. So there's a lot more to this chair, bro. Well, one of them is definitely the recliner function because a throne like that definitely <laughs> needs a recline function. <laughs> Imagine if he did the point break, what he reclined first. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just slowly firing in there. That's air. perfect. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> and you know it's a slow recline well, the, as well. The whole room explodes. It's all gone tits up. The skull is gone. The room is on fire. And Spider-Man stumbles out saying, I didn't get any fucking proof of fuck all. But he does take out the membership card of Richard Parker, which has been singed and damaged quite brutally in, in all of this action. And there is a card. There is a card inside oh, the card. Oh, it's a double card, like a double spy. Oh, it's a du- <laughs> card. oh fuck! <laughs> he picks out the card. And he's like, "This is it. It's my dad's credentials as an American spy." Imagine if he got fucking found with that on him. That's so fucking stupid. <laughs> Imagine at that bar. That's what's happened at the bar. He's got pissed and he's walked up to the restaurant and went, "Oh, can I can I get some wine for the table?" Because all right, I'm gonna need some ID now. You're taking the fucking piss. You've been drinking all night. I need to see some idea. Guy goes for his driving license. Then he forgets it. He gets his credential out. It's like he thinks his credential to his driving license and shows the keys out that he's a fucking counter spy. Puts it back in and goes, Salafide. And you know, it just says on it, like, definitely an actual US spy. Make America great again. That's what I'm talking about, son. You don't fuck with spies, son. Now give me some more wine. He stumbles back to his death. Well, Spider-Man's got that true ID of his father and he swings out knowing that his greatest mission, his years of heartbreak, the years of family history, it's been solved by him and no one else other than Spider-Man could have completed this mission. So he realizes how important his secret identity is. Because no one actually gives a shit. (laughs) (laughs) No one cares. No one's going to know this happened. No one gives a fuck. What What I find quite interesting is that like bearing in mind, this is just this is like a random Tuesday in the middle of the year. This is like there is no other events that happen other than Spider Man finding out that his parents like were traitors and that they, they, they was in Algeria, and then he gets airdropped in, and then just so happens to be Red School there. Like it's not like yeah, any Red... special event happened. So as a, a kind of final four on this. Um... If Spider-Man has performed acts of domestic terrorism like stealing jets, being dropped into Algeria by a fucking American superhero, causing two explosions on the streets of Algeria and leaving oh, Scotland yeah, 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 international yeah. terrorism. Yeah, yeah, that is international <laughs> terrorism. Mate, war crimes? That is war crimes. That's a fucking... Yeah, <laughs> international acts of terrorism. But you can... You can imagine here now is, you know, the Algerian embassy phoning up fucking America in the morning going, uh, you got some splaining like, to like do. that meme of that guy on the phone with his arms crossed. You know, the guy in the chino, the black guy. <laughs> <there> like... <laughs> yeah, he's not having none of it. Like, America got some explaining to explain this to an America. But no, Spider-Man swings away. I don't know how he's getting home, but that is the end of an annual fall. That was Monka. That was amazing. That bro. was incredible. I got, I... That was Really I can something. see, I can see why they carry this storyline on into so many of you know the literations of Spider-Man down the road. It was fantastic. It was amazing, and I guess next time we'll be back actually with the amazing None Spider-Man. Let's we'll see what happens. Yeah, with that um, process that we've been meaning to get to, but no, we have to do the timeline properly. Oh. So 
here we are doing the timeline properly, brother. Any, anything to say before we yeah, go? Yeah, I'm about to head over onto IKEA.com and try to see if I can find me a Gunja. <laughs> oh, you do that, man. You can find us at Spidey Podcast. Leave a review. We'd love to hear off you on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. You already listened to us. I don't know why I'm telling you where you can find us on the website, Google Podcasts, or all the good podcast places. You know, wait, you know, um, yeah, leave that's us a review. the one that you can do. You can leave us a review. Yeah, that'd be really, if you really like this. Or hate this. That'd hear be you. also great. No, <laughs> no, Bradley. Um, but yeah, if you you can always get us at Spidey Podcast, and we'll definitely love to hear off you there. DMs should be open, so you can say whatever you want within reason. So yeah, we'll see you next time for the continuation of our first time read through of the amazing Spider Man canon. I'm James. That's Brad. We'll see you soon. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>